your eyes up, don't get all tied up Hoping you wise up the multiple lies Of the multi-faceted, multi-complex system of living That people are living Stuck in inertia, that's a diversion Government worship, instead we are searching Ancient mysteries, ancient history Sacred energy and how to discern Human autonomy, truth and philosophy UFOology, human psychopathy Super anomalies, human ecology You got lobotomies up in your consciousness All the thoughts that we've been dancing around The system wants to blow your candle out But we won't let it We reject it with our pathetic lies So we chant it down Welcome to Chant It Down. I'm your host, Loomis. ChantItDownRadio.com is the website. This is episode 251 with Truth Seeker. And uh, this is part of the Beyond Earth series, part 31. So that is a series of shows within this show where we discuss everything that's otherworldly and beyond. And that includes the ufology and a lot of other things, too. Welcome, if you're a new listener... I hope you enjoy this talk. We're going to talk about sky watching today. And this is just a variety packed of subject matter we cover on Chen It Down, which is one episode to the next, totally different, but also very connected on a higher level. I always like to bring it back to the sky watching, and it's great to have Truth Seeker on, who is actually levels deeper in this sky watching than me. So we're going to, you know, talk about, you know, just taking a look at the skies. You know, half of the time on this show, I'm trying to come to you and tell you that there's more to this existence than what we do normally. So, you know, that's all part of that. And, uh, you know, if you want to uh, support Truth Seeker, check out his podcast. He's actually a real OG, even more of an OG than me, from going way back to 2010 on his show. And support this show if you like. Um, you can do that a number of ways. Uh, make s- some five-star reviews. Uh, go and subscribe to Odyssey and Rumble channels of Chan It Down. It just helps, you know, it helps more traffic come that way. Or my YouTube channel, Truthville Trajectory. You know, even though I've got some strikes against me, I'm still doing it. And uh, if you want to take the support to the next level, of course, you can subscribe to Afterthoughts on Patreon, which is my other podcast, where you get a more personal me as well as uh, you can access my album. And, you know, ways to support the show just helps. This this is not my full-time job. My full-time job is a job, and this is what I do on the side. Much love, you guys. Chant it down. Welcome back to Chan It Down. This is episode 251. ChanItDownRadio.com is a website. I'm Loomis. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about some things up in the air as far as the heavens. Um, the heavens have intrigued humanity since 
recorded time. So many tribes have petroglyphs of beings from the heavens. The Anunnaki means those who came down from the heavens. The Nazca lines and the Blythe and Taglios were meant to be seen from above. And almost every megalithic site was dedicated to watching the equinoxes and solstices from Stonehenge to Machu Picchu. I've watched the stars since I was a kid and always intrigued, and I still do, just even more so today. It's an important part of humanity's footprint. And today I have another Skywatcher and podcaster on the show, returning guest, True Seeker from the True Seeker podcast, hip-hop artist, Christian mystic, occult experiencer, and seeker of truth. And welcome back to Chant It Down, True Seeker. Hey, man, thanks for having me back. And you said five years ago. I feel like it was even more than that. It was. It, it could have been. This was a long time ago. It was yeah. fun. I, I can't even remember now. I've been doing this t- more than a decade now. So I, I've everything's just a blur. I have to go back in the archives. I know you, you same with you, right? I mean, you just. Yeah, gotta, man. Consistency yeah. is key. You said Skype. And were you on um, Blog Talk? Yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah. In the yeah. beginning days. Yeah. You too? Yep. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Blog talk didn't work out great as far as like audio and stuff, but it was a good time. I liked taking callers and it was, it was, oh, yeah. it was, it was fun, but I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad to have graduated from that part of the, the realm. I don't know. Just like being more independent. They missed the upgrade. They missed the opportunity. Yeah. If they would have had better quality and, um, yeah, just better better quality for the most part and incorporated video somehow. Um, and their prices were very expensive too once they kind of like started this free platform to board everybody on. Yeah. And roll out with the with the charging because the you know the phone the phone call feature was, you know, you know, there was none like it. I tried to find many others, you know. Yeah, that was worth it for me. It's a phone call feature. I've I've since figured out how to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't do too many live streams anymore because of the timing and I live in Hawaii and everybody else is asleep or something. But uh, I I wish that um, that that feature was easier still today for podcasters because that was the fun of it is being able to interact with the audience. I mean, chat's OK, but phone calls is where it's at to me. I don't know. You know. Yep. Yeah. I did that. Then I ended up moving to talk shoe. You probably were on that, too. No, I never did talk shoe. Talk no. shoe had had a phone a phone line, so it was the, it was the next next one, you know. But, wow. Yeah. Did, when did you start podcasting, dude? I've been podcasting since uh, 2010. Before wow. we even called it that, yeah. you know, we yeah. called it radio, radio show. Yeah, radio. I know oh, radio show, but you were just on the internet, internet yeah. radio. <laughs> right, right. And I still st- call my show, even though it's a podcast. I still sometimes accidentally call it Chant It Down Radio, just because. It's just where the roots came from. And 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 radio is what I actually went out to pursue is radio, but then it turned into podcasts and that's all good too. But it's funny how uh, uh, quick moving things are. Well, we're, we're old school now. That's what it is. You know, we're veterans. Yeah, I mean, consistency is key, dude. Like, yeah. you know, there's a, you know, as far as the, the percentage, we're like in the top tier of people who stick with something, you know, especially with, with podcasting and because everybody starts podcasts and there's fake podcasts and all kinds of stuff, you know, but uh, to stick with it, um, it's, it says a lot. And especially as long as we have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, you know, still coming with originality and trying to keep on making it better and better. Uh, it really, it, you know, if you just stick with something, 
eventually people will gravitate toward what you're doing. That's what I've figured out. And it's kind of crazy, at least in my own experience and probably yours too, is that um, sometimes I, I would sit around thinking like, what, why do I do this again? But it, it, I don't know, there's just something about it that it allows us to express ourselves. It's, it's, it's um, therapeutic and it's help. I, I get emails and, and stuff from people that say it's helping them. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's gratifying. Yeah. It's easy to take it for granted. Cause I get the same way. It's like, man, I don't feel like doing another show and talking to another, you know, psychic, another, this, another, that, or whatever. Right. It's like, um, but the people, they get so much out of it, of just us just sitting down and sharing and letting them know that they're not alone. And man, it's come a long way, the internet. And, uh, you know, we, you know, being with this, as long as we have, we're, we pioneered some stuff, man. And mm -hmm. that, that goes a long way. And uh, I, I'm still getting, you know, messages from people, but all you gotta do is show up. I, I, I seen a clip this morning on Instagram. There's this weightlifter dude named uh, Wes Watson. He got big from sharing his prison stories on, okay. on, on YouTube. But um, he, he did a, a interview and he was talking about how, some days he has like a Zoom call that he needs to do with a group or he has a membership program. And he's like, just like, man, I, I don't want to go in here and talk, talk. I don't feel like it, man. And just, you know, trying to talk himself out of it. And, mm -hmm. and then when he gets down and, and sits down at on Zoom and he's talking and he opens up, it's like, man, this is so therapeutic. And he's just in his element and he feels free and he's helping people. And it's like, man. You know, just showing up to share your story, share your journey and try to help people, man. It's it's, it's healing for us even, you know, it is. I And I, I think we have similar backgrounds. You started in hip hop. So did I. And um, going on to the stage and doing a show for people was amazing. And it's still it, it, it is. I don't, I don't do it anymore. Uh, but I, you know, um, it was like when I couldn't do a music anymore because I, I have kids and stuff, it was, I was able to kind of project that part of my life into this a little bit and mm -hmm. just kind of the extension of that into here. So um, I think, I think there's a lot, uh, there's a lot that I can, I brought from that. I, I don't even know what I brought exactly, but it, it helped me. Like I was always able to give people a show or do something. And then, well, that kind of passed out of my life, but this was like the next phase. So was that, was that what it was like for you as well? Or. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think I feel that way just about creating. And it, mm -hmm. it definitely was that when I was doing a lot of concerts and um, like way back in the day and it, I, I would, I'd be devastated. Like there would be times where shows got canceled or like usually something with my job where like, yeah. I'm looking forward to this all week, you know, and then tell my boss, Hey, I need to be off by, you know, a, a regular time. Like, let me work 10 hours or whatever. It's like, no, we need you to work overtime. It's like, I've been looking forward to this concert all week. And I told y'all that I need to be off. And there would be times where I had to cancel the concert and it would just be like, I'd be devastated. Cause I'm like looking up, I'm, I'm looking forward to it all week. And it's just to, you know, to create and then to, to share and, everything that goes with it, you know? Um, but it's, I, I love to create and I still feel that way, whether it's creating a song or there's a lot that goes into it. Cause you know, you still, I, I've, I have challenges writing songs now, you know, they're not as easy 
to write, you know, you step the bar up and you're harder yeah. on yourself and exhausting your vocabulary and things like that. So, um, it still, it takes longer to create, but when I do, it's like, wow, this something that didn't exist, something that's, you know, influenced by a lot of different things and journeys and even, you know, what we're going to be talking about today, the UFO experiences and stuff like being able to be a niche where it's like, yeah, we're rapping about these type of encounters and stuff. And, and I didn't know too many people. I was inspired by some people that I heard for sure, but like, it was, you know, not with my style, not from being with, from the South, you know, and talking Mm -hmm. about this kind of stuff. So it's cool to, to be a pioneer even in, in that, you know what I'm saying? To create something that didn't exist, you know, or to take something to another level. Yeah. The process of creation itself is something that I'm addicted to and I can never stop, whether it's music, because I feel like a resurgence of doing music lately. I'm like, ah, I don't, I want to make a song, but or whatever it is, I'm trying to do a documentary and, mm-hmm. and um, this show and whatever, but it's always, it's, it's, you get in touch with God along the way because you, you have an idea and the God says, okay, well, I'm going to put this into it. And you had no idea that this little thing was going to become this thing, but it's that, it's that addiction to that creation process and intervening with a higher power that says, you know, Oh, wait a minute, this is going to even be better. Oh yeah. Cool. And then it becomes this thing. And, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, in my own personal life, I I have a problem with like setting something down and not perfecting it or something and saying, Oh, that's not good enough. But the creation process is something that if, if, if you don't do it, I don't know. It's like, I don't know how people don't have that creative side, but that's, I could not do it personally. I guess it'd be the same for you. Yeah. Yep. For sure. And, um, speaking of music, um, this, my last project that I put out just like, what was it? Maybe three months ago or something like that. It was the first album that I, it was an EP, but it was the first one that I worked on with a producer. Somebody actually making the the music with me. Mm -hmm. So it it was a good friend of mine who just started making beats and stuff and producing. And, uh, so, you know, there was a lot of learning curves, but it was, it was fun because like he could send me some chords or whatever. And then I write to it and I'm, I'm hearing the structure like, Oh yeah. Now I'm like, I have hands on, like now I can bring my influences from, you know, worship music from heavy metal music and create like this experience versus a lot of beats we would get sounded programmed. They were just like copy and paste stuff. And it's the same thing. And now like being able to take you on a journey. So I would go sit with him in the studio and say, we're going to bring the strings in and every song at the bridge, I want you to drop out. We're doing a 16 bar bridge and just drops out. I'm going to build it back up. And so with that, it took me so much longer because he was still learning how to mix beats too. And, you know, cause every, there's science behind all of it. You, that so much in the kick, so much frequency you got to pull out and then the mastering. And so, man, it took it. We worked on like four songs for over a year and just oh. tweaking it back to back. If the auto tune was off, if the snare was too loud or just all of it, it took so long, but I knew that I had to tweak it like that because obsessing over snares or whatever to tell you not to do it. But I wanted to make sure that I had a product that I could stand behind for years to come because if, you know, nobody else is going to hear, you know, that, that it's off or whatever people do, but 
they're not going to obsess over it like you. Right. So you'll hear it every time and you won't like the song or whatever. So, man, it, it was four songs. It took like a year to to do obsessing over, but I'm happy with it. And it's been out um, three months and it's the first project that I had my hands in on with the music. So that was fun. Oh, nice. And so if people want to uh, get uh, your album, do, do they go to your website, trueseeker.com? Or is that, is yeah, that, that or just wherever you listen to music? I should mm-hmm. be everywhere oh, right. yeah spotify i like spotify the best just because apple's taken some of my music down over the years using samples and right this weird you know world of other people using the same beats and registering and stuff so that was a plus about creating your music from scratch versus buying a um an instrumental from somebody who's selling it to 70 other rappers too so yeah, that feels dirt like dirty to me almost. Like I just like a I like a original beat, but that's just I come from that too. It's like I want someone that I want to actually produce if I can, but it takes forever. So then you want to have something original that just you rap on only and and it's and it's uh individualized and stuff. Like I get it. So yeah, totally. I'm doing it now. So and this is man, I've been doing music for so long. Like I've played in bands and stuff. So, you know, hip hop wasn't, you know, my first rodeo. So you definitely do that in bands, right? You're writing all your stuff and playing Mm -hmm. live instruments and stuff. But doing the rapping thing was a bit different. It was just easier to download, you know, 100 beats and just find the ones you like and, you know, use them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's come a long ways um, since like the uh, 90s when everybody was like, you know, don't you know, you can't use that sample. Somebody else used that sample. And now everybody uses like the same beats. I hear it all the time. That's, it's great. But, uh, Hey, let's, let's, um, I want to talk to you about sky watching a little bit here. I, I know you watch the skies. I've heard you talk about this. And, and, uh, when I watch the skies, I, I see some crazy things up there. So, uh, me and my girl, we got, a these, uh, these gravity chairs from Costco, they like fold back. So you can just fully like look at the stars all night. And I live in Hawaii. We, I do live in the city and it's, um, we do have light pollution, but for some, some reason I get pretty good stars at night. And, um, I'm going to just sort of read off a list of things I've noted during my sky watching lately. And I'll just see what you have to say about it too. But, um, I think what some people are saying are satellites, are pretty much anything that is reflecting uh, the sunlight um, up there. And, but supposedly when you do look at things like satellites, um, they mainly are supposed to be rotating in the same direction, which is the turn of the earth and gravity. Uh, I see them go every which way. And I, I see them wobble uh, at different speeds. Um, you know, I've seen two following each other recently. I've seen them stop and go. I've seen uh, re- maybe about six months ago, I saw eight orbs shooting from what looked like basically a black hole to another black hole just p- completely disappeared. And most importantly, though, I've had them communicate with me, flash at me multiple times, like uh, it, it means of like communicating telepathically where all of a sudden with the beam of light just like hits you right when you're like, you know, kind of kind of communicating with it. And so um, how how does that jive with some of your sky watching experiences? I've heard you talk about some of that yourself. Uh, where do you what do you, I mean, I know we're looking at secret space program up there we're looking at you know a lot of technology as well but when something telepathically communicates with you there's this really there's there's something else up there for sure yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen all that, and uh, the uh, the orb, the the lights shooting out of the black hole thing that uh, that you saw. We we experienced that last year over my house, um, not directly over the house. It was back a little bit, but I was in the front yard on the phone with my mom and and my my wife was on on the porch, and I'm just looking up, I'm always looking up while she's talking, and I just seen one shoot out. Oh, there's one, cool, awesome. Then another, oh, another one. So it would it was just just space where it would come out and just start traveling and then disappear. And yep. then another one. And then another one. I told my wife, "Hey, you come here. I've just seen two UFOs back back to back. Come here." So she comes out and looks, and and it, we counted seventeen in like two minutes. Wow, seventeen shooting out of this hole. This they would shoot out, wiggle, and then dissipate. But it was like. You couldn't see the hole, but you can kind of see because they were coming like from the edge of it. Yeah. Like yeah. One area. Mm-hmm. And it was like 17. And then it just it went away. So I've seen that uh you know within within the last year. And that was cool. Um the uh the satellite thing too, like, you know, you always want to um play this the skeptic really that's what i do because you don't yeah. want to see a satellite and then come on and do interviews saying you're yeah you're in contact with <laughs> ufos and stuff right. like that you, you, because you want it to be true and then there's confirmation bias and stuff like that too so i rather you know be the skeptic and and, and have it do something like you like you're saying like have it mm-hmm. communicate with you and they will tell you where to look get your attention um but but the ones you're talking about where you know it, it's not a satellite is they they start doing strange maneuvers they stop on a dime they blink at you when you ask it to blink things like that so um, with all the watching I mean I've seen them go into stars I've seen them posing as stars I've seen stars um, pulsate yeah and then open up and one goes in it or one comes Whoa. out of it like crazy stuff man stuff that uh you know is unexplainable um and for for years I, I just couldn't wait for it to be nighttime so i can go out and and look you know i would go out at, at night and try to find seclude, secluded places by myself and uh um hopefully that it, it was a new moon so that you can yeah. actually see more too and mm-hmm. what brandon but so if it was then you're kind of in trouble but Recently, I started seeing them during the day. You know, I started, I've always seen them, you know, but it's a rare occasion. It was like, it has to get your attention or something like that. I've seen, I've had some amazing uh, sightings and experiences during the day, but now it's it's on cue. Whenever I want to go look, I know how to see them. My eyes are trained. Um, my body is trained. Where, where to go with your mind and your heart to to communicate. And, um, you know, still with wanting to, to make sure what it, you know, what it is you're looking at. Um, I mean, w- whatever that means, you know, but still being the skeptic yeah, um, and seeing if there's repeatability and there is. And um, so I think, not, I don't think, I know a lot, a lot more people are having uh, visitations and, and seeing, catching stuff on camera. And especially, you know, when, when we make this stuff popular, like we have been and showing people how to film and stuff like that, you can catch us on camera. 
like tons of people are, are having these experiences. They'll see my footage and then they'll go do the same thing. And it's so amazing that just to hear them like filming and they're like, oh man, True Seeker, you were right. You were right, man. I see them. Wow, wow. And then they'll send me the footage and I'm like, heck yeah, man. So we always, you know, would hear disclosure comes from the sky. You know, everybody's waiting on the government, even right now with the government yeah. they're trying to kind of sprinkle in some stuff or flirting with the idea of telling you that there's something's traveling here and there's entities here. They're even with the nuts and bolts stuff. Like I think they're even throwing us off with a lot of that because to be honest with you, the most of what I've seen and encountered seem to be living entities. Yeah. And so what we will call angelic beings or living creatures as the Bible would call it. Right. Me too. Me too. I had an experience, um, 2021, uh, my, my girl and I, we were kind of, you know, here in Hawaii, they really pushed hard with the vaccination and we didn't want to do it. You know, um, we were locked out of everything except for grocery stores. Basically we're kind of like in a bad mood and a really, um, sad state. Like, should we leave here? Do we, I mean, we were even thinking about going into the mountains. Like we don't, we don't want to get this shot. So, um, we, uh, we were kind of walking actually just down the street here and it was at night and, um, we saw this, I said, uh, this light coming toward us. And I said, oh, that's just a helicopter. And, uh, um, all of a sudden, you know, it comes over our heads making no noise at all. And it was below the clouds and it was this star and it, and it expanded its light at us and then it retracted and then it went over the mountain. And I even got it on video. It doesn't look very good because it's on an iPhone, but uh, it 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 uh, just gave us like this hope. I was like, "Oh, wow!" So it was a, it was it was a living being. It it wasn't like it, it wasn't just a ship with like entities in it. I felt like it was a living ball of plasma, or, or who knows what it was. But definitely, they are um, actual living entities. I think these ships themselves. Yeah, have you seen any of my footage, my latest footage? I did a Mercado no. video. Have you seen no. that? No, I have not. Yeah, so I'm I'm the first one. I'm I'm pioneering this. Okay. Well, because so we know the I mean we we know the um and if you're like me, you've you've and you've been on the internet for a while, you've scoured the internet for conspiracy videos and probably UFO videos, and you mm -hmm. have seen convincing ones that are very old and hoax and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, a good library of, of sightings, right. And what they look like. Yeah. I've never seen one of these. And so, but, but we know what the Merkaba looks like the um, tetrahedron, which is yeah. um, pretty much the star David, but it's a 3d object. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I started catching those on camera and I've got pretty good footage, I guess. I mean, I want better footage, you know, um, of a red one going to the sun and depositing things into the sun. What? It, wow. it hovers to the sun. It, it pauses there. And then these, it's dropping these lights, these white things out of it. I don't know if it's souls there, but what, like, there's a lot going on. You yeah. have to, you have to, if all you gotta do is look up. Yeah. And, and that's how I knew, um, to start looking up during the day because I'm all, I'm always looking. Right. But it's like the nighttime. You're going to see more at night because you, you see a light flashing. You can't see a light flashing during the day. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can in a, in the, in the right spectrum of light. So 
there were there was techniques that, that that I heard about years ago, like in passing or on a podcast or something, where somebody's telling you what to do, mm-hmm. and I tried it and uh, didn't work, you know. And they said block the sun, like if you're at the edge of a building. And I've seen the I've seen the videos of what I'm doing, um, but I tried it in the past, and I guess I didn't know exactly what to look for. I didn't try it enough, but I was pumping gas um, last year and the 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 awning or whatever was right above me but the sun was just beyond the the, the edge of it and looking up like just kind of looking up at the sky like I'm always doing even pumping gas I mm-hmm. saw I saw one during the day shoot shoot out like from the sun and go like a long distance I was like oh wow there's one that's cool I just saw one thank you you know kind of thing and then another one right behind it during the day Wow, two. Then look, and they're there. Then I see them everywhere, and they're like swarming. And man, they're just—it was just a crazy experience. Like at the gas station, I told my wife, "Come look, there's something going on up here." And uh, so she come out and looked, and just saw all of this. It what what looked to be like bugs, you know. And a lot of people think they are, but are bugs, and and. For the skeptic, it probably is a whole bunch of bugs, right? But all of these aren't bugs because when you begin to focus and block the sun so that you don't see the the radiant the radiance of it, so it's blocking everything out, you start seeing things next to the sun and flying around the sun and going into the sun, different shapes, different all kinds of stuff. So you pretty much, uh, you, you know, there's there's an invisible realm that exists on top of this one. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bible, you know, it, it, re- it calls it the kingdom of heaven. And it, and it, and it talks about this invisible kingdom that God's children will eventually be able to see Jesus. Cause when, when Jesus is getting ready to, he's saying his final words to his disciples, he says, you guys see me for a little while, but it's come to time where you won't see me. But then you'll see me again, but nobody else will see me. The wicked, they won't be able to see me. Only you will. And then there's like a bunch of more like precepts in the Bible about being able to see and commune with angels unaware, if you will. And so like I've gotten so much footage and categorizing them and, um, you know, and trying to see if this is new. Has it always been there? And then, like you said at the beginning, going back to antiquity, finding other people who have had these same experiences. Because then, you know, with the Internet, it's Project Bluebeam, bro. The government's faking everything. They're trying right. to do a fake alien, yeah. you know, rapture, you know, thing. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. all Project Bluebeam. No, this is this is back in the 1500s. So right. either they had advanced technology then and, and even before the 1500s. But a lot of the stuff that I'm following these people were, I mean, this was in, in papers. This was in, this is documented the same things that we're experiencing. And I'm reading these stories and translating the ancient text from Latin and, and German and, and French and stuff and getting, getting clear and looking at the pictures and all this. I mean, it's exactly what we're experiencing now. These things that when, when you can see them in the right light, you can actually see their shape in their form. And so there, pe- people have been drawn images and pictures of these 
these beings in these ships or whatever since the beginning of time. So we're, we're tapped in and it's when we need it. Just like what you said though, when, when you saw it, there's one thing that I've been putting two and two together with the angelic encounters in the Bible. And there's a couple words that, that keep coming up and the words are essentially whenever the, the, the people are um, being oppressed when, when the people don't ha- have given up hope and they, they're, they're, there's nothing that they can do, then the angels show up when, they, yeah. when, when, when the wicked ones go too far. So yeah. they are watching over the earth. They are governing the earth, but then they're, they're not supposed to show up and you're not supposed to see them, yeah. right? That's why the, wor- the world has to see. You have to try to see them. You have to go out and look. And there's certain ways that you do and you get better. And then there's... You can't miss them. Like they're everywhere, like all day, every day. I've l- I can go out and look at the sky, and show you where to film. Like um, people want to want the the proof, and all they put in this money. I guarantee you. Like I'm I'm shooting this with my cell phone. Like mm-hmm. and I've bought cameras, and I don't I don't have the money to to put the big budget in. But anybody listening who you you want proof, I put my life on it. I'll put my life on it. You put the money up, the the thousands of dollars to get the best cameras because there's people going out shooting documentaries and big budget movies. I got, I I can show you. Let's just give me a day, a day with you in a in a camera in a, a editing program. I can change. I can turn the gamma down to 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 bring the light, and you'll see. If I'm if we're seeing this with our cell phones, bro, that picks up different rays and spectrums of light that the eye can't pick up. Man, if somebody had a twenty thousand dollar camera on all these, like movie camera, man, I'm just like, show like I put the video out of the Merkaba, five hundred thousand views, people crying watching it, man. Wow, people crying. Oh my god, I'm in chills. I I knew they were real. I've never seen it. We we know that symbol of the Merkaba. We we know it. It's all in antiquity. It's in the New Age. Like that symbol's been around since the beginning. Sacred geometry. But this ship that was shaped like a Merkaba, and it's funny because it makes sense because the word Merkaba is the Hebrew word for chariot in the Bible. Uh-huh. The chariot is fire. It says they look like a cloud by day and a fire by night. So the word chariot is Merkaba or Merkaba, which essentially means light body vehicle, a vessel that the soul and the spirit travel in. So there's all different types of them in the scriptures. And I've just, I obsess over it. It's, I, I, I love it. Um, it brings me joy. It brings me hope. Me you know what I'm saying? And, and that's when they, when they show up is when we need them and we need if now more than ever. Yeah. I think, I think humanity's like, you know what I'm saying? Let out a beacon that we've been oppressed and that they, they take notice how many souls are on the planet and how many good people are dying. Yep. And they take notice. Hold on. What's who's governing down there? Why is all these good people dying? What's going on? And and they respond. So the the people that are so-called watching over us are abusing their power, abusing their authority, and the angels are pissed. Just is what it is. So you go out with clean hands and a pure heart and just ask, "Hey, are you up there? Can I see you?" I guarantee you, if you keep looking, you'll see something for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I I know just from, um, 
Well, not just my experience. I, I ended up going in, well, let's see, was it 2017 to um, East City Ranch in Washington? And uh, I actually watched ships power up, you know, and uh, people asked them and they did. And um, but this stuff has been around for a long time. You're right. It's in the Bible throughout. I mean, I've talked to a lot of closed minded preachers about it and they seem to just they have their other explanation for it all. Demon. Like, yeah, demons, Ezekiel, it, it was just God uh, in a, you know, chariot and, or, you know, and, and then, but you can see this too in the Italian Renaissance paintings. You can see like, I think there's exactly. one called the Annunciation where there's a beam of light coming down on the mother oh, Mary. Yeah. You've probably seen that. Right. And there's just like, there's a dove in it. Yeah. 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 And there's, all, there's others where just the sky's full of these, these Merkabas and stuff. Yeah. This is, it's been happening forever and they've always been here. And I think, I think it's, we're in a very crucial time. Some people say the Kali Yuga, uh, this is the end, the end times. Uh, so, I think we're going to see more things happening with it. Um, I have, I've taken, I don't have a powerful camera, but I have like a, it's, it's a, what is it? A Canon. And I have a lens and I've just taken photos in the day myself. And then I zoom in and I'll see all these specs and like weird lights, and all kinds them. of stuff. Yeah. That's them. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's weird because, I had to learn. This is what I had to learn. So we, we've been doing retreats for uh, since 2020 now. And it's amazing to go out and, you know, take people with me to go out stargazing and, and, and doing yoga and breath work and just mm -hmm. meeting my audience, you know? And so it's been amazing to do that. And um, I would go out and be like, okay, we're going to do a CE5. We're going to go and do a meditation and we're going to ask for them to show up and we'll take them out to a field. And, um, I had to learn, man, because I'm telling everybody where to look. Okay, look up there. We're going to focus on the sky and eventually you'll see something move. And when you do, like, let's all look in different directions. And and we started seeing stuff, right? We, we'd see them like play, play like almost tag with us, like mm -hmm. blink here and then move and blink here and then disappear. And then, and it's like kept popping up. It was like, yeah, I've seen those too. Yeah. Yeah. Playful kind of thing. And then, um, and then we started we quit seeing it. And then my friends are looking at this light in the woods and it's just in the woods, like hovering around. And, uh, and they're like, Hey, I think that may be something right there. And I'm like, no, 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 we got to keep looking up. Cause we're going to see more. We're, we we're just getting started guys. We're going to see more. It's, but the, nothing else was in, in the sky. Like we couldn't see anything. And they're all like enamored with this, this one light floating through the woods. I didn't think nothing of it. Did another retreat, same thing, and these are like months apart. And uh, same thing, I'm showing everybody in the sky. Oh, we didn't really see anything, and then a light in the woods. I'm, stupid me, I didn't put two and two together. They're all like, "Hey, man, that light! I feel like it's communicating." No, 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 keep looking up. We're gonna see it. Trust me, this is how I do it. You know, the expert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And then, uh, and eventually, we. We got there another time and I'm like, maybe, maybe that was one who like I've seen, I've had the encounters with the lights and the trees, but it wasn't just one light like this. So we end up going out again. You know, these are months, months, you know, scattered out with some friends. And it's like, well, maybe let me just try it and see. And then we started seeing lights everywhere. 
And um, we started trying to communicate with them because they they didn't look like lightning bugs. They looked like they, they were pulsating. It never would go out. They were just these little, little bitty lights, but all in the woods, in the forest, and they were pulsating. And we would try to talk to it and stuff. And we were enamored. And I was like, yeah, um, maybe that's them. Let's talk. And my other friends were like, no, that's definitely them, man. They, they've come down here with us. So in this almost it's like pitch black. I've got my night vision goggles and stuff like that. I ended up buying some. Oh, cool. But um, so we're we're looking at this one light in the corner of the woods, and it was only three of us at, at this retreat. And me and my friend, we were like, it's pitch black. We're like, hey, can you can you change shape? Can you take on a different different form? Maybe the form of a woman and say hello. And we were like ready to, you know, we're just trying to engage it and see what it can do. If it is something, you know, um, I don't want to just see a light in the woods and say it was this or something, you know. And then my buddy, other buddy freaked out. No, man, no, I can't see. No, I can't. I can't see nothing like that, man. I'll get freaked out, man. They know better. I can't. I don't want to see nothing like that. I was like, oh, man, you're acting like you wanted to see something. And and he just like we had this expectation and then it just went like, yeah, we can't. I'm not doing that. Then he was like, I think they want us to leave, man. I think that he was like kind of panicking. It was like, OK, man. He's like, yeah, they know better than to show up like that to me. And I'm looking at the light and then from the light, it's it's almost pitch black, right? I see this silhouette look like a, a three foot dude or was a kid or something runs out from the little light and runs by me and around me. And I've seen them and felt them. I was like, Oh God. And I'm kind of like, it's scary. We're out in the woods and stuff. And I'm like, my, my other buddy, I was like, Hey, did you, he said, yeah, the, the, uh, the uh, little man that just ran by, he said, yeah, I saw, I was like, Oh God, huh. I thought I was going to tell him like, Hey, did, did you, did I just, he said, yeah, the little man. I was like, what the heck? <sighs> and then we were like, yeah, we saw it. And then my other buddy who was freaked out, he was like, we got to go. He was just panicking and didn't, you know, want to be there. And I was like, oh man, I wish we would have left him somewhere, <laughs> you know, oh, he ruined the whole really thing. tried to you know, take the encounter deeper or whatever. But yeah, man, they, uh, we look up, they are out there, but in a, in a blink of an eye, they're, they're down here too. And we're entertaining angels unaware. They're all around. Um, you have to reevaluate the way you look at things and what you think reality is, what you think lights are, what you think everything is insects, like everything is connected um with god right and yeah. um and and every kingdom has ambassadors that are on the earth and the animals and the insects and all of that look at the art and you'll notice in the in that renaissance art you'll notice a lot of birds mm -hmm. you'll notice cardinals you'll, you'll notice blue jays and, and you'll notice that the catholic church um call themselves cardinals right all right. Yeah. And so you, you'll notice a lot of those. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of them that look like living creatures. I mean, they look like birds. They look like dragons. They look like serpents. All of these things are in the sky. Like they look like whales. So we're, we're moving away from nuts and bolts, ships, and it's, it's us or our military. No, this is this is something else. Yeah. This is this is the God of the spiders up there. 
that's watching over the creation on earth. And it's wild stuff, man. It is of biblical proportions and it's at our fingertips right now, today. Yeah. There is definitely something else besides nuts and bolts. And I know there's a lot of debate in the UFO field about aliens in general. I mean, these days, especially some say they're flesh and beings like us. And then there, there's some say they're interdimensional. Um, some say they're demons. We talked about that. And some say they don't exist. And there's a lot of people in the alternative media who are vehemently, I think, opposed to the existence of these beings. It's kind of crazy how many people got completely against uh, the existence of UFOs, aliens, and all that when flat earth got big and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, but I, I realized that, look, I I've looked into that and I don't agree with it personally, but whatever to anybody out there, but I feel like people are really writing off a huge part of our existence as we talked about in antiquity. And, and I can only base it on my own experiences, but there's definitely something else out there and it's not just nuts and bolts and it's not just um you know uh psyop stuff too there's 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 living entities out there that are of all sorts um i guess i was going to ask you I, I just came back to my mind is so you have people like Stephen greer saying everything's good and just you know it channel it and then you i hear other people saying oh be careful be cautionary because you might channel some grays or something so do you draw a line like do you know do you see that there's do you do you kind of think maybe like oh you wouldn't want to channel like some dark ships or anything or do you do you think about that as well or where do you stand yeah, in that um paradigm there yeah for sure i mean that was one of the biggest things of getting into it a big fear you know and and i had friends who were deep into you know this who kind of introduced me to some some of these guys or whatever um and they were afraid but um and you want to approach everything with caution you know and i come from uh, a background that is doing spiritual stuff without caution, you know, doing uh, witchcraft and things like that. Mm -hmm. That op I open myself up to demons. So a thousand times over, I don't want to, I almost didn't make it out. Like I was going schizophrenic. This stuff is super real. So there's a reason to be scared for sure. Um, but what I've learned now um, is you, you, you attract what you are. Like you put, if you're like, a, if you're a demon, you're going to, you're going to attract demons. Like if you're doing things that demons show up around you, yeah, you probably, probably should be careful. Um, you know, if you're hurting people and then you go out and try to summon UFO, yeah, you might get a demon. You might, it might not be a UFO. It might be a demon that, right. I have, I, I did that in, in, in witchcraft opened up portals, but I was, I was, you know, uh, a reckless youth, you know, teenager. Um, but from from my experiences at this point, I haven't I haven't experienced um, anything bad. I know they're there. Um, and even with what we say bad, you know, I don't even that, that's a very strange word too. Um, what does bad mean? Scary is an alien great like what like what is bad um because there's a lot of scary entities these things scare the mess out of me 
There's yeah. something that I caught on. I catch on camera that, oh God, I mean, we're talking about star starship trooper kind of stuff. Like, you know, is is an insect being bad? Is a feline like what makes it bad? You're gonna attract bad, you know, something negative that's gonna, you know, hurt you or whatever. Um, because we're we have to have the conversation, which you know, Gillen and those guys have been having it for years, that. You, it's almost like a form of racism that because of the, the being doesn't look the way that you think it should look or pleasing, you automatically call it bad. Right. Um, you know, we, we do that with people. Like the people don't look like you think they're supposed to look. They have a persona. Maybe they're black. Like I'm from the South, man. Like they they're scared of black people, like all like stereotyping. And, and I say that with people because if you're trying to have this conversation with the angelic or other beings that are, are they're not afraid of us. They know who we are. Like you, you probably have cases where they're more afraid of you than you're afraid of them. Because mm, yeah. if, if an alien gray popped up now and I caught him and put him in a bag or a box and took him to the and called the police and say, Hey, I caught an alien gray. First of all, they'll probably kill me. They, they, they'll probably kill me. So I wouldn't talk. And they're going to, they're going to tie this thing up. They're going to do experiments on it. So, I mean, most will like, are they doing that to us? Does that make them ba bad? What are we doing to cattle? What are we doing? So I think the, the conversation opens up a lot bigger because some of these beings are, they are scary, but they're only scary because they don't look like what you think they should look like. Mm hmm because they don't look like a person. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've, you know, encountered many entities and beings in my life. And I've seen, I've seen the ones that look like people to the degree that they were people. I'll just say that they, they were, it was, they live lives. They're, they're here, but they know who they are. As like a human being looking beings or no, you would think it's a human. Like it's a, they're not trying to tell you that they're, they're angels, uh -huh. but, they're, okay. they're, but they know they are, they're like mm -hmm. actualized. They've, they've ascended and they've chosen to come back here through the womb of a woman, through a, a bloodline, but they know who they are. They can like the stuff we're trying to do that they, they can do it easy. Yeah. So like, we're like training to become them, like an ascended being, if you will. And and they're here, but they they don't walk around telling you that they're enlightened. They don't walk. And these, I mean, I mean, these are young. This was a young guy. I'll tell you that. Um, younger than me, like in his early 20s, if even 20, that can mm -hmm. do things that were. Um, that can answer every question you had and do supernatural things. Um, but that you would think that, Hey, why don't they solve world hunger? Why don't they is that's your job. Mm -hmm. It's your job to, to, to make this, this place better. Um, and, and, and hopefully that's what we'll do. Hopefully that's what we'll do. If, if your podcast takes off and you become a millionaire, hope, you know, hopefully you'll, you, you can be trusted with the money and with the wealth and with your platform that you make this world a better place. Uh, leave it off, leave it a little bit better off than you found it. Yeah. And I think there's enough of us who are saying yes to that. And that's why, you know, 
ascension, if you will. Like there comes a, a time where this, you know, these realms are going to separate. They're going to become one, but then it 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 becomes one so that it can double out again. It it can um, reproduce after its own kind. But all of this happens in in the in the ascension to know who you are, what you are. Because trust me, even with a, a person like that, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell that it was an angel. You just can't. Um, I, I and and you have to be the one to say it. They won't even tell you. Like if you. They'll answer all the questions, but they won't tell you plainly. And you'll see this in the Bible, too. They'll tell you, I mean, even the birth of, of Jesus and uh, uh, when, when, John, when John the Baptist was asked by the Pharisees if he was Elijah, he, it said, the Bible says it, it, he told them plainly that he was. He answered them plainly, but, he, but they were confused because they asked him, and he said, I'm the one that was prophesied by Isaiah. It said, there's, there's one coming who is uh, uh, a voice crying out in the wilderness. That's who I am. He said, no, no, no. But are you Elijah? Like, can you tell us plainly if you're Elijah? This, that, like the narration of the scripture says he told them plainly, but they, they were confused because he, if you knew the scripture, because you're a Pharisee, you're a teacher of the scripture. Mm-hmm. It should be easy. All the people knew, oh, it's Elijah. But the people that if he would have said, yeah, they would have killed him. It's him. We got him. He's coming back. They're coming. They're incarnating now to take over our kingdom and destroy our kingdom. Uh-huh. They're incarnating in, in, in bodies again. That's what happened. What happened when they heard about the birth of Christ? We got to kill him. They followed the stars, a light in the sky. Right. The messiahs are here. They're coming back. And he's not just coming back through Jesus. They're coming back through all of these. It's the Christ. The same thing's happening right now. Right now. It's a, it's a cycle. It happened in the 1500s. Uh, this, it's a, these are cycles that keep happening. This is no one-time event. No. This is, you know, there's reasons why there's, they're digging up civilizations miles under the ground. There's a reason for that. You know, the mud floods and all that kind of stuff like that stuff's real. They're mm-hmm. finding civilizations under civilizations. And that's crazy. So, you know, we got to position our hearts to love. You know what I'm saying? To make memories, to, to try to, to um, you know, level this place up so that we'll be remembered in the world to come. I mean, that's the story of the Bible. That's the story of all the, the ancient texts. Yeah. Figure out where are you going to, you going, are you going to be the ones that are stuck? Or are you going to ascend? Like where, where's your, where's your spirit going? Where's your soul going when, when you leave this place or where's your body going? You know, um, all that's happening. And, and the, those angels are governing all that. They're, they're making a list and checking it twice. And once you, you you can, I think we got to get good at this stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty good at seeing stuff, right? I'm, I'm pretty, I'm not, I don't have, you know, I hit and miss, you know, I'm figuring it out. Um, and, and, and we all are, but uh, I think we can get better and start, we'll start seeing a relationship 
the wicked, they don't have no, like, they, yeah, they have a relationship. It's enemy. They will kill them because they, they don't want to give up their kingdom. They, their kingdom is temporary on this earth. Ours is the invisible kingdom is the kingdom of the righteous. It's the eternal kingdom that those beings are eternal. They were here. They were Moses. Let's say that. Yeah. All the good people that ever existed that combined and was in, they're absorbed into these entities. I agree. And and that's how that's how you're that's how you you like you're privy to all the information that ever existed. Like downloads and dreams and like crazy stuff that we're experiencing right now. Everybody is. We've been talking about this for years, but but it's ramped up for sure. I'm experiencing it. Crazy, it has ramped up. Crazy yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. Beautiful I, stuff though. I know. I was reading on air, this is years ago, uh, a Graham Hunt part of a Grand Hancock book. And I was, cause I just came back from South America and Machu Picchu. And I, I was reading about the Veracocha and um, I was like, wait a minute, this story just sounds just like Jesus, a man in white robes comes to show people how to make fire and how to, you know, rebuild their civilization after a, a cataclysm. I mean, and this story's echoed throughout history in different parts of the world. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is this is a, a continuous thing. It's not just one time recorded in the Bible. It's all over the place. And these these beings, these angels and everything has been here this whole time. It's just we're not piecing together the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, when you think about the story of the Tower of Babel, where all the people came together, spoke one language and were of the mm -hmm. same mind working together. And then some gods came down and um, confused the people yeah, and changed their languages up. And so I think that's what we're dealing with a lot now where a lot of the stuff we're saying the same things, but if you, you know, the language is different and there's, it's too, there's too much that are, that, that, that is similar than, you know, um, and that we have in common with, with people and with the different civilizations. Um, yeah, I, I fought it for a long time, you know, thinking that, you know, Christianity was just exclusive or whatever. And then, you know, you, you start attacking these things until you study them and read them. Yeah. And if you're open when you do, like most people attack th this information and, and wouldn't, won't even have the conversation or whatever. And they prejudge it and they've never read any of the other texts. They said, no, Jesus is different than, than Horace. Have you read the text that? that is their religion. Have you read it? I know you've seen videos and, and things and you have cognitive dissonance, but once you start seeing it, you'll see that everything is telling the same story, you know? Yeah. Echoes of echoes. Absolutely. And I, I think we're in a crucial time now though. Like this really feels like, like things are coming to a head. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just a cycle and maybe we're just going to see this, what's happened in history. But I mean, as far as like ufology goes too, going back to that a little bit, what do you think about this congressional hearing they had? It's, they've told us in official capacity that UFOs and aliens exist, yet nobody even seems to care. And and I mean, do you think that part, do you think they're, they're just messing with us as a kind of psyopy kind of thing? Or is is are we coming to a head with that too? Do you, do you know? Or do you have any? Yeah, I mean, I 
I, I would say it's it's to to throw you off. So it is a sigh up, you know, them telling you what it is and showing you nuts and bolts stuff and yeah. you know the little green men stuff, like because mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna like the the pers- your perception and you thinking you know what it is is gonna make it to where you can't see the other stuff, right? The you, more miraculous you, stuff. Yeah, they're down here with us. I I. I I did a couple retreats and I had these things down with me the whole time. And I'm like, no, that's not them. They're up there. It was them the whole time. And I have had, I've had like profound light experiences like that out of the woods, like blue lights come out of the top of the tree, swarm me and my daughter. Wow. While we're looking for UFOs and praying, I'm telling her, Hey, we're looking for angels. And when she was a little kid, she could tell you, they came down. It was like magical. I was joking. Like it's fairies. Look, they're going to come down. And literally like a movie, man, like Pocahontas, they came and swarmed us. These blue fluorescent glowing lights, little, little like two inch lights swarmed us and went back into the top of the trees and disappeared. And then we go out, you know, years later to look at. And so I'm locked out of it because I'm like, no, that, you know, that light in the woods, that's not it. It's going to be you know, James Gilliland says it's like this. And I've always seen him. I've always seen him this way. Watch the stars and you'll see a star move. Keep watching stars. You have to, you have to become like a child and know nothing. Go out there and say, Hey, I'm go out there and sit and say, just show me. And don't look for a light. Don't look for just, just gaze at whatever's around you. Everything is life and everything is connected. And listen, I'm telling you, the insects. There's there's a reason there were there were these cults were were after the 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 bees and and all of the insects had goddesses and gods and 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 the cults where people worshipped them and venerated them. They knew that 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 these things that we can see and touch here with us, they were ambassadors for the the bigger ones. And like, so it makes me like, you know, that I don't want to, man, I've seen things that look like spiders, man, just, and then there's all this stuff with all this spider silk and just falling in random places. And you catch that on camera, like crazy. There's spider webs just all in the, in the atmosphere. And they're, and they're trying to say, Oh yeah, well, sometimes the spiders just shoot out. Dude, this is like a lot. Yeah. And I've seen what looks like, huge spiders just perched in the air like way in like outside of the atmosphere on top of the ferment i don't know i don't know the the science i don't know where where they're at but it's like they're in they're in a different shade of light so now when i see a spider i'm like i'm not i'm a, i want to make peace with this little spider cuz what what I, what am i going to do if that and it's weird to think about but this is this is way how you, you have to be open what if and as long as you say, what if, and oh, it's a psyop, man. Okay. It is a psyop to you. You're locked right. out of it. Everything's a psyop. Everything's, ask the pastor. Everything's a demon. All right. To, you know, to the hammer, every, everything's a nail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it's, it's your perception and our perception is changing. And if you don't change, you're getting left behind. Like all of this stuff, this isn't. We're experiencing this and, and that's the game. This whole thing is set up for that. You have to say what it is. Mm-hmm. 
what are we so we we obviously the government's telling us what it is we're like ah i don't believe you i don't care yeah COVID, you know whatever the case is like they're telling us and we still don't so you have to be the one to want to do it i mean there's a, a lot of people care about this stuff right now but there's still a lot of people who don't you know they don't like to think about death they don't like to think about eternity you know we think everything's going to be just like this forever yeah and so we we fill our minds and our our day with with anything that will take our mind off of how many heartbeats do we have left you know what i'm saying and you know where are we going to go you know what's going to take this away what what can happen and we've seen how fragile life is and whatever you think stability is recently all of that stuff, man, it 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 wears on 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 the population. So, um, it but it's always been in, been that way. Like, you know, it's a, it's a call and response. Like we need we need this, you know. It's we do. I mean, what the? Just look at the past. I don't. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's what what has the Bible says. What has been will be. There's nothing new under the sun. No, civilizations have always been thinking they always have it right, and this is life locked in a in a bubble. And we know, you know, and and then there's always been those people that said, "No, wait, it's more," and that's what's kept things going and in the right direction. I mean, there's people that like you and I both have decided to take up podcasting to put out information about the existence of stuff beyond the system that the stuff that they've told us we have to focus on all the time, but we know better. So we put out this information to help people to grasp a much larger world and more miraculous world than what the system tries to provide for us and say that this is our existence and that we we started from, um, you know, Darwin theory of evolution and, and that's it. It's, we're just all matter and all that. It's, it's like, they, it, they think they have it all figured out for us, but there's, we, we, it's our job to show people that they don't have it figured out, I guess. No, that's how I've always, you know, tried to do that with, um, with my platform and stuff. And really was like playing the devil's advocate and, um, you know, just showing people double standards. I still do that with, you know, church stuff and people who are just dogmatic and, and especially when they're mean with it. Yeah. It's one thing just to believe something and, and not really be into it. I'm, I don't, don't want to force your eyes open like bird box or something like that. I'm not one of those people anymore. I was, but like, just meet, try to meet people where they, where they're, where they're at. Yeah. And, and it's so much more peaceful in that. And, uh, and you find genuine people who come to you and you don't have to go like recruiting and all this kind of stuff, which you never had to the, even our religions and stuff, they like true Christianity, like it was a personal encounter, right. With, with Christ, yeah. you didn't have to go knock on doors and try to sell your religion to somebody when, when all this stuff happens, like people listening to this right now, they're, they have free will to turn the channel. And go find something that, you know, find something else that they want. They're here for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's 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 powerful. It's moving things in them. It's speaking the things that they've been thinking, like the encounters that we've had with 
you know, the, the beings or whatever, angels or whatever people are having with us. And this, how, this, this is what I tell people. The thing that makes us different from the angels and from, from God and from the beings is just simply this. They don't have thumbs. <laughs> they don't have thumbs. Right. So they need a body. Their soul and spirit. They're, we, we're, we're all the elements put together. Most of those beings that, that are either up there or even down here, they're made up of two elements that are combined. Usually, I mean, we know where elementals are, water and spirit, or water and ether, fire and ether, smoke and ether, dirt and ether. There are two or three elements combined. We have all of those elements within us. Our body, we have gold in us. We have everything within us. And so we're connected with all of those beings. So when you find that out and you're open and you start interacting and then you start practicing, you have to... Like it's, I mean, we have free will and that's the thing that's respected. Like if they're not forcing anything, I'm choosing to go out, you know, and um, you can't blame anybody. Right. You, know, you got to look away at, at this point, though. So I was going to ask you, and, and it, I think it's um, important to to the listeners, because like you come from. Christianity and, uh, but even before that, a background of the occult, dark occult, right? And mm. uh, how, like, so, but you go beyond like all the parameters of what like church Christians go. You focus on uh, mysticism and even tarot, tarot, or I don't know, do you, I don't know if you know tarot cards or not, but, um, you know, like things like that, where, uh, most people would have a hard time go, how does he do, how can he think all those things and, and ufology and, you know, um, I guess like how did, how did uh, that journey go for you getting away from just being an open-minded Christian instead of just being stuck in like, Oh, you know, those are just demons. Don't worry about it. You know, like this, this was something that happened to you that's a far deeper experience, obviously. And I'm glad, uh, but how, how did, how did it go for you being around other Christians, I guess, that were, you know, stuck in the, stuck in the three dimensional world or whatever. Yeah. No. Um, it was, you know, I would say ufology was a big part of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I approach, you know, ufology as a, a know-it-all or, or just having my mind made up that they were demons too. Like, cause all of the Christian people talking about it, hands down across the board, they're all demons. So I was studying it from, from that perspective, a preconceived mm -hmm. notion, but the more research, the more study you do, you'll start finding other things and finding other researchers who I felt like were, were just researchers and just sharing their information without a, um, you know, cognitive dissonance at play, like they have to be demons. Okay, well, what if they're not? What mm -hmm. if they're angels? Because you'll start, you'll start hearing, you know, this this talk where they'll start comparing aliens to angels, but 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 they're saying they're demons, though. They say they'll say that they're demons, but they operate kind of like an angel. They can walk through walls, they can do all these. Well, what if they're 
if they're if you're making those comparisons and saying, but they're demonic, nefarious, what if they're not? What about the ones who we've seen footage of them shooting asteroids and destroying asteroids and UFOs going through missile silos and like shutting them down and saving and, and helping and and you know, what if? So, you know, it was that it was the work of, you know, Stephen Greer early on and uh, James Gilliland and um you know, early David Wilcock, who I just respected their work early. And maybe they had agendas. I don't know. I just felt like they didn't at the time. I'll say that. Okay. You know, maybe they've always been some kind of psyop thing, but it made it made it it made me be open to hear the bigger conversation. And Gilliland, man, the love and the the grace that came out of that guy, you know, and then I would meet Christians who were racist and know it alls and bigots and mean and and they would judge Gilliland can't believe you're listening to that guy man that guy's gonna burn in hell and they're like dude you slapped your wife yesterday man you you kicked your dog on the way out the door (laughs) yeah but Gilliland's going to hell it just put me in this place to like just asking what if and I started seeing who you know the fruit of what I call Jesus in other people who weren't professing Christians and I would rather like be around them. I'd rather listen to them. I'd rather be their friends than a lot of the Christians that were real combative and angry and broke. And they're just always like nothing's going for them. They hated themselves and hated everybody else. They wanted people to go to hell because they felt like, you know, I don't know. It made them feel special that they were going to heaven and other people weren't. But yeah. that was a big part of my awakening being able to see that because I was that person too. Like I was a street preacher. I was combative. You know, I was an evangelist, Christian rapper, you know? And uh, so I did that and I had my awakening to grace and to love and to see, um, you know, prominent evangelist, Billy Graham, really, you know, I heard him towards the end of his life kind of talk about how there's a lot of people who, aren't Christians, but they're part of the body of Christ. He said, they may be Muslims and, and Hindus, and they may be unbelievers, but there's something in them that, that lets them know that they need God and they're searching out for the only thing that they have. Wow. He said that. I I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. And he said, I think he says, I think those people are part of the body of Christ and they'll be in heaven with us. And I'm in the middle of like questioning all this stuff. And I hear him say that, and this is the greatest evangelist of our day who's preached to, you know, millions of people and one souls and, and all this kind of stuff. So then, you know, Christians have to give a response to that. And most of them is to demonize Billy Graham and say, well, he was a Freemason and he was a psyop and blah, blah, blah. Or maybe he wasn't, maybe he did the Christian thing. And at the end of his run, he said, man, listen, I met Muslims who love Jesus, you know, what we call Jesus more than the Christians. And that's what I found out. So, that helped me in my awakening. Now, being around Christians and stuff, you know, early, it, it was hard because they all turned their backs on me and, you know, called me a devil worshiper and stuff like that for posting a Buddha quote or a quote by Manly P. Hall or something that, that I was really, it moved me, it, you know, touched me. I really liked their stuff and I would share it and I would get the fangs and right. then so they would attack and they still do. And, but I've, I've learned to use it, um, for, for my good and to, and to help others, you know, to show them what you don't want to 
be, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and, and to try to try to get them people hold it just to hold up a mirror, you know, to those people. And I want, I want to be the mirror. I am the mirror. We are all the mirrors, right. Mm -hmm. Of what we think people or things are reality. So, uh, it wasn't easy going through it, but it came back to bless me. I, I, I do this for a living now. I get to wow. wake up and make music. I get to, I'm, I'm like, my life is, uh, a, is like a dream um, that I get to do what I love and those people are still debating and bickering and fighting and working at jobs that they hate and wish they could do other things. And I want to be an example that you can, you know what I'm saying? You can do whatever God has put within you and put upon your heart, but uh, you have to, you have to, you know, love people, man. You have to, you got to try to be a good person and, I, want, I, I can show you better than I can tell you, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I think that that's what Jesus did too. <laughs> well, no, I think you're a living testimony of, of responding to your callings and you're doing it as a living. That's great. I mean, that's, I wish I could even, but maybe I will someday, but like, that's, that's where, that's like the ultimate thing is to be able to live your, your callings and, and, and uh, be, you know, answer them and become, a manifestation of, of all these different things that you've experienced in the one. And, and you didn't care about what people said. Uh, you, you still, um, you know, prescribed to Christianity, but you understand it's a bigger world. And I, I think that's, that's, that's the eclectic journey. And, and I think you're, you're, you're there and that's really awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I still, um, like I said, I, I still consider myself a Christian, like, um, that's still my modality of like worship and yeah. like uh, adoration. Like Jesus is my, you know, my guru, if you will. Like it just, you know, it just, it's just words. And, and that's what I want to show people, even the stuff with the tarot and the divination and stuff like that. All that stuff is biblical to a degree. Those words aren't in the Bible. No, those words aren't in there, but they're in other texts that are, that it's saying the same thing. Some of the stuff is, it, like the, the words are in there and there's some really cool stuff that uh that people that we're locked out of because we prejudge it and act like we we know it all um and people are responding out of hurt they're responding out of um you know ptsd and stuff like that and they have bad encounters and stuff but it don't make it truth so what i found is that um you know all of the stuff that I'm into and I believe I I do project it as I read the Bible. Like I I I, I want to find it in there first. Like I want to I want to I want to see I want to see a men going out into a field. One of them being able to see things in the spirit realm, and the other one's with him and he can't. And he says, "Hey, let me pray for you." Because there's chariots all in these mountains right now. You just can't see them. Puts his hands on his eyes. Prays for him to receive sight. The man opens his eyes and sees them all around him and encircle him. He said, don't be afraid. We have more that are for us than those that are against us. If I see that in the Bible and the prophets and the good guys were doing it, I want to do it. If they yeah. grabbed a, 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 a flask, a dish of water and could gaze into it and tell the future, I want to do it. If they can lay, lay hands on the sick and a sick recover, I want to do it. If they can levitate, leave their body, go get messages from from the stars and from God and from angels in their dream, 
I want to do it. All that's biblical. That's Christianity to me. Like whatever this is now, we've been tricked. We've been lied to. And so all of that's in there. They were able to look at the sun, sun gazing, waking up every morning, certain, man, listen, all of the Bible is, I'm telling you, man, like if you know how to read that book and I say know how God is the one who speaks to you, the, the angels, they, they teach you, man. They teach you, they give you light so that you can perceive. And if you're, if you can't read, if you can't see it in the Bible, you can't see it in the Bhagavad Gita. And so like all of it's telling the same thing. If you, if you believe it, if not, it's only yours is the only one, right? And everybody else is deceived and you're the only one with the truth. And like, how conceited is that? I've commented on somebody's post earlier. These, the tr- they say talk about somebody who fell away and they they preach the true gospel. Like that's the that that is a like a facetious comment because you believe that you have the only true gospel. It's self righteous even within Christianity too. Is I'm well, we don't have to go to other religions. So yeah. that's just so silly when you really step back and think that you're the only one right and and they do. Yeah, they they do. I did. It's self-righteous. It, and even in the Bible, it, I think it, one of the biggest sins, if I can, I, you know, I'm not, a, I believe I've read before, it's self-righteousness. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, pride. pride, pride and arrogance comes yeah. before a fall. Yeah. When you think you got it all figured out and you yeah. don't, you know, the, the, you know, the rug gets swept out from under you and uh, great is that fall. So whatever you're doing comes back to you. So that's what the fall is. So if you're, judging and mocking and hurting get ready it's coming back it's not if but when mm-hmm. so when this stuff comes back maybe you can love honor cherish help tr- at least try ha- at least have the intention i mean i will say that i think a lot of those people do have the intention like they think they're helping you know and doing well and and you have to give it to them because that's that's the best they can do even though they are hurting people and stuff like that, like the scripture says, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They have no idea that how they sound, how they yeah. look and, and, and what, what they're doing to people by marginalizing and hurting and telling them that God hates them because they were born with the same sex, sex attract, attraction or something like that. Like you, they're messing people up bad. And uh, I want to know beyond the shadow of a doubt, before I damn and condemn somebody to hell um, for all of eternity. I, I want there to be no if, ands, or buts about it. Christians believe that there is, but there's so much, there's so many moving parts to it that I, I would rather be wrong in loving somebody versus condemning them, you know, and yeah. killing them. Yeah. The care factor is in the right place, but the care factor is in the right place for a lot of people. Like I was, the last episode I did was about environmentalism and how there's a lot of people that really want to help the environment, but they're tricked by the whole, you know, climate change scam and things like that. And the going green, but their care factors in the right place. And same with a lot of Christians, their care factors in the right place. And a lot of Muslims too, and all these people, but they, they haven't, they, but they are still judging and, and being condemning. And, and that's, and that's what people have to get beyond to, I, even see what we're talking about in the sky. They got to, they got to, you know, 
could become, like you said, like a child again and just, you know, have no preconceived notions and just, yeah. just be. No, I, I'll go out there with a preconceived notion that they're all good and all, you know what I'm saying? And I have to say, well, I still have to say, hold on. Uh, that thing might be, a spider may be waiting to come eat. Mm-hmm. It may be like Earth could be a a, a farm that they come down every 200 years and eat people. That's why you got dra- people, Christians fighting dragons and all of the ancient art and, and coming out of the sun. And, and this in the Bible. Trust me, that that is in the Bible. But it's it, it, so I so I do believe that I do. But it says that they come to eat the wicked. And I just hope that I'll be counted among the righteous when that happens. I believe that's going to happen. The stuff was just to be honest, I don't want to scare nobody, but it's already happening with the invisible entities. They, they eat energy. Yeah. They come down and, and you wake up and they're sucking energy off of you. They're trying to be, they're trying to give grace to you and put you to sleep where you won't see them. Cause if you wake up and see them, you freak out octopus type beings and, and all kinds of old hags, people seeing all this stuff and, and it's, they can't move. Like, I'm just saying, what if, what if it's a favor that, that you're, you're supposed to be asleep, go your ass to sleep and you ain't got to look at it. Like, but what if it's a good guy? Mm-hmm. Catfish is a bottom feeder. It eats algae. It eats dead animals. Yeah. It eats dead skin. Um, it cleans the the ocean or the, or the rivers. Is it a bad guy? I don't, I don't. So what if this is where we have to be? What if someone prays and says a simple prayer, like, Lord, relieve me of this cancer. God, I got cancer in my body. Please, please heal me. And what if God's process, his sovereignty of how all this stuff works. Okay. You, I'll heal you. We would think, abracadabra, you healed. Just believe it. That's what they told us. And maybe sometimes that does happen. Or what if a being that comes out at night that eats cancer and can suck it out of your body <laughs> through your pores? I don't know. I don't know. But you have to say, what if? Because in that don't know, I feel like I do know. Because people are experiencing this. I've got I've got some of this stuff on camera too. Coming down, sucking things off of people's heads and stuff like that in pictures, like just almost instantly. Like wow. so you'll notice one thing how fast they are. That's the thing that blows my mind. Right. How fast they are. I mean, within a within a my footage, I'll slow it down 90%. And it's tell it's like a full like movie. This one comes out, another one, he's trying to go into the sun, but a big one comes out and blocks him from coming, going into the sun. Yeah. And two of them are like fighting. And, and, and I'll slow it down and it's like in slow motion, frame by frame, like, what am I watching? What is this? And then another one comes out that's like 10 times the size of the other ones, comes out of the sun. It's like, what the freak is this? And you got to turn the gamma down because it's too bright. You can't see it. You can't see it until you turn the gamma down and it's, it hides the light. It makes it where you can see the circle of the sun better. And, uh, but it's so fast because when you play it in real time, it's like, what just happened? So all of these blinks and stuff that we're seeing Mm -hmm. big blink, 
you you see them too. Like that's how you know where to, where to look and, and where to film. I can see them during the day. I can see the lights during the day. Now there there are I can dude. I can go look at the clouds and tell you where to film. Like I feel like I got to be careful with some of this stuff too. It's like the footage, like most of my footage ain't out, but um, like like. I feel like they don't want this out. I'll say that. The actual, like, the good entities or this? No, the the the, the evil the ones. Government, like yeah. they want oh, to no, think, no, you know, no. nuts and bolts and and all that kind of stuff. But because uh, yeah. they're blocking it, they mm-hmm. like there's there's certain days where where um, there's more activity, and on those days, those are days where the chemtrails get sprayed to to block yep and uh and and it, it'll be right past the sun mm-hmm. they, they they make sure i've seen them just go in x patterns and go right past the sun yeah so there's something the point, with that beyond just just weather control they're sometimes they're trying to cover up us from seeing things i know yeah no yeah. for sure but I, I look at it as a sign i just say thank you like i get mad i really do but <laughs> i i uh I look at it as a sign of when to film. So you film right before they spray or when they're spraying? If I see them all headed that way, I run in and grab my phone. Nice. And, uh, and yeah. to see what they're filming. Like, and there's some wild stuff, dude. Yeah. And you're talking about the jets dropping stuff that the UFOs come get. They come pick it up. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all kind of, it's just so, so much. But um, yeah, I, I could say dragons, but... I don't know. They're like birds. That's all I can tell because they're flapping wings, but they're so they're next to the sun and they're going in the sun and out of the sun. But so, you know, in, in the cryptid stuff, it's, it's thunderbirds or pterodactyls or um, the scripture talks a lot about the. Actually, it, it says that the, they call them the fowl of heaven, that when the angel comes out of this, says the angel is going to come out of the sun and tell his, his, uh, bring his, the fowls of heaven to come out and let them know that it's time to eat and to go down and eat the blood and devour the wicked. That's revelation 13. I believe it is. Wow. It's either yeah. revelation nine or revelation 13. It says the angels come out of this. Cause it's so funny. Cause I'm doing these videos and stuff and I'm showing some of it and people are like, the Bible doesn't say that angels, there's no angels in the sun. The Bible doesn't say nothing about angels in the sun, you stupid. And literally it says at that time, the angel will come out of the sun and tell his, his the fowl of heaven to go down and devour the flesh of the wicked and go down there and eat their blood and drink their blood. So, and I'm looking up and seeing these fowl of heaven that are the birds that don't land on, on ground that are huge because they're showing up far away. You can see this with binoculars. They're hard to see with the naked eye, yeah. but just like regular binoculars, man. It's, I got to get a pair. It is, it's crazy. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work on a course um, to just detail my whole process of the video editing of how to film, um, what to look for. I can, and just for, you know, people listening and, and for you too. anytime you see the, the sky clear, this is just a perfect indicator. And this is just, this is probably even all day. 
But yeah. a perfect indi- indicate, indicator to see wild stuff is when the sky is clear and all you see is clouds, a line of clouds going past the sun. Okay. Because they, they, the, the spirits and all that, they're like, they gather them and they're in the clouds. And when it passes the sun, they, they go back and forth from the cloud to the sun. And that's been some of the wildest footage that I got most recently. And and I was going to uh, pick up dinner. I was leaving in my car and I looked out. It's clear day. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Clear day. I noticed. And then one one row of clouds just going directly past the sun. I said, I got to film. I already know. Just give me, let me get five minutes and just film and then go get my footage. And then with the, I seen it with I seen stuff with the naked eye. You, you'll notice just, you know, you, you learn what to look for. And I was like, Oh dang, I picked that up. So yeah, stuff that's that you, you know, I don't want to release it too. Cause I don't want to scare anybody cause it is scary. And that's my last, I mean, maybe what I'm saying scares people that they're going to come eat wicked people. So yeah, repent, learn the way of <laughs> treat people nice. That's all you got to do. Be a yeah. good person. Love people. Cherish the moment. Like you know, yeah, do that, and you I don't won't think you have anything to worry about after that. No, yeah. And I'll say this too. I want to say this with with the hell and and stuff like that, and and the wicked and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's it's not. I don't believe it's talking about regular people. Like it's talk like just it's talking about our government. Just so you know, it's talking about the governments of the world. They're yeah. the they they know this stuff. They're in on it. Right. When, so when it talks about the wicked will be destroyed, it's not talking about random Bobby and, and Jimmy living down the road who are confused humans trying their best and you know hooked it, they're hooked on dope and it's not talking about them. No. They tricked us by making us think it was. It's talking about them. The wicked wake up and and think of ways to do evil, think of ways to hurt people. Right. We're 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 they they've tricked us to make us learn their ways. So yeah. there's a big difference with, with all the hell talk and who's going to hell and who's the wicked. And you're talking about some random person who's down here struggling, trying to figure out who the hell they are. And, but God's going to kill them and for all eternity because they didn't figure it out. No, those prophecies are about ancient spirits who were here during the last time this place was destroyed. And they're going to be here the next time. And they're created yeah. to be destroyed. They, they won't repent. They won't learn, you know, until they're destroyed. But, you know, who takes their place if they absolutely corrupt you? Um, the, the corrupted pieces of you, I, I think that I do think that that's destroyed. And I, I don't think that that gets to go up into the higher realm. So when all of this stuff about the bad UFOs and all that kind of stuff, I do side with Gilliland to uh, Gilliland and, and, and Greer to to the extent of. Like there's a galactic order that yeah. we're not welcome to. Humans aren't you. You're not. You're you're evil. We have both natures in us, so we're not all good. It's obvious, right? And we're not all bad. But the and ones, so, the the Luciferians that are controlling this world are the ones going to the lake of hell, like all the lake bad. of fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. all bad. We're we're both. We're right. mixed seed. Yeah. We're we're mixed with angel and demon, if you will. We're Nephilim. Right. Yeah. We are. And the pendulum kind of swings in between 
whoever the person is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You, can, you can lean, you know, more way the first half of your life and then try to get more light in you, become a better person and you can get more goodness in you, but nobody or nothing is just like, as far as the people we're dealing with are just all good or all bad. Even Jesus, when he was in the flesh, he chose to do good. So yeah. that's a, the, his story is our story. So, yeah. Hey, well, I think that's a great place to leave it. Um, that's, that's awesome. That's a, uh, you know, watch the skies, everyone. It's important and don't be afraid. And we can, you know, I think if you're a good person and you ask to see some great things, you will see some great things and not be afraid. I think it's, uh, I, I, I've, I've, since COVID happened, I've been watching the skies more than ever. I don't know why, but a little voice inside me said, watch the skies. I'm like, what, what, you know, all this shit's going on in the world. Like, oh, no, watch the skies. And, and, and I haven't been disappointed. <laughs> Film it. Yeah, I will. So, do so what I'm doing during the day, bro, because it changed everything. Because I had yeah. to wait for nighttime and stuff. And like the daytime stuff is so much more fun. And for me, when it comes to good and bad, it's like light and darkness or whatever, like the ones that are governing the day and out in the daytime. Like it's like, okay, well, those are the good guys. Maybe the bad guys do come out at night. Who knows? But uh, know. it, it, it changes. It changes everything, dude, because you can see just as much, probably more, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. So is there a place that people can see some of your footage like uh, that you do yeah. post? Yeah. So on my on my Facebook, I mean, most of it's on there. Facebook, YouTube, you might have to dig or whatever, but. If you go to Facebook and type in um, Real Mer um, Merkaba, mm -hmm. I've only released two uh, pieces of footage or whatever, and um, the Merkaba and, and, and another one. But yeah, they can go there or they can just go to my website. Um, it's on there too. You'll just have to uh, type in Merkaba on there too. Okay. To see it. Yeah. Well, truthseeker.com is a website? Truthseeker.com. Yes, sir. Yeah. And been podcast a podcast veteran man you've been doing a long time and uh i like the stuff you bring it's great man well thanks yeah. for having me again bro and well, i have yeah. to return the favor and hopefully we'll be able to talk about some of your your uh, new findings during the sure. day yeah you, we'll you got me inspired like right now it's it's only 11 here in hawaii so i'm like hey, you know what i'm gonna go out with my camera like right yeah, after noon, I yeah noon lunch. is when you do it yeah all right noon is yeah. the best time all right brother well uh Thanks for coming on and uh, we'll keep in touch and continue to do the great work. Yes, sir. You too, man. All Thanks right. We'll talk yeah. later. Okay. Bye. Well, I think uh, that was a great episode. Continue to watch the skies. Maybe you don't. And I know it's cold where a lot of you live right now in the northern hemisphere maybe not the time to be outside watching the skies but give it a try anyway because uh, it opens you up to a bigger world as we've talked about and that's what i always try to do on this show and we chant down the bullshit get to the truth and uh, that's what we do here uh, so if you like this show you know um like i say spread the word always helps and uh i'll be putting out some good shows before the year is up here and uh, still trying to work on the documentary. It's slow going, but I'm trying to do the best in the little bits, increments of time that I have to be this guy here on the microphone and 
all the many hats that I wear trying to make life happen. So, yeah, if you can support the show, great. I think I'm just going to lead you out with a freestyle, you know. Um, that's uh, something I don't do a lot on the show, but it's to remind you that I am a uh, old-school hip-hop artist and freestyling's right off the head. Right off the top of the head, I'm trying to come ahead, I'm coming to a head, I'm coming to the point, I'm coming to the actual place where I roll the joint and sit and just pause and reflect as I come through and dissect and come through with the different words that I want to say, you know, I'm not part of a sect or a cult, say fuck the dark occult, they're trying to take us apart with nuts and bolts, I'm ready to come apart and be the one to vote, I'm ready to show you what I'm gonna do, what as I come and I'll hold and stop and think, want to contemplate and bring everything that I come through, I ring, I ring it like, out like wet laundry. I'm just coming through and calmly putting this together and offering whatever it is in the offer of rings and I'm brings this to the surface as I'm coming through like a mole but I'm ready to put on a show when I'm free to take what is broke and make what is old make new again and I'm just coming through with my canoe again or my jet plane or whatever I'm going through my spaceship or whatever a place which I get into the zone this is how I do on the microphone I'm not a clone I'm an original individual Trinidad Down Radio's coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system, and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural bird forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Trinidad Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole, cause what you see real life, you're watching this world unfold, the truth in needs a lies, rekindling what's been stole, the need to free one's mind, uncover the truth exposed, so people see the light, let's shut it down so we can know, it's simple, we just break it down a little bit so we can process all, make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode, and it's benefit so we can get this kinds of growth, and get the future we just want to start the whole thing With the message in this city, we can start a post Taking in the simulator and getting lots of numbers Waking up the bus, we just try to stop hypnosis Shh.